What is up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Live Locks, presented by Scores and Odds. If you haven't checked it out already, just making bad life choices, going over to scoresandodds.com, where you got picks from me, Meansy, this piece of crap right here, pointing the wrong direction. Plus, you get access to our prop shopping tool, where you can see what we have project for each individual prop and where the best lines at. Most importantly, get access to Grant's action lines, where I'm throwing in all my picks each and every day. I'm joined today by this piece of crap, Daniel Chevelson, a.k.a. Dean78904. Uh, I might have gotten that correct. I might not have. Who knows? How you doing there, Daniel? I'm doing well. Yeah, I was. I, I've been listening to uh, Arcade Fire for the last hour and a half, uh, rocking out to one of their live concerts. And yeah, I'm in. A, I'm in a good mood. I'm feeling good. It's Friday. Uh, happy to be on the show. Happy to talk some props. Uh, yeah, looking forward to. It should be a fun basketball slate as well. It's not too many games. It's where it's like twelve or whatever. I believe it's eight. Uh, some good ones out there. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, should be should be a good one. I'm excited. I gotta get I gotta get drunk on alcohol tomorrow to get ready for the waste management next week. Uh, oh, are you playing? You're going to the waste management, I assume. That's uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's a golf. Is that in Phoenix? Yeah, you you don't know about. Uh, you don't know about the waste management, dude. I don't. I'm not a golf person, but I, I'm pretty sure that they sponsor a golf uh, tournament. And I'm guessing it's going down in Phoenix. Is this the one you qualified for that you're playing in, or is it something else? No. I, what did I qualify for? You, you and your dad like won some kind of golf competition. No, that I... was uh, the waste management is the one with the stadium on number sixteen that everyone just gets hammered at. Oh, is that? Are you going to go to the stadium? You're going to be on sixteen. Yeah, yeah, we got a private ten on sixteen. Me and like ten other guys, and we're gonna get drunk on alcohol. Where was my invite? Somewhere I guess I was lost in the mail, but I appreciate you know. Have a good time. You don't golf. You don't need. You didn't even know the tournament existed. I could spectate. <laughs> I could do that. Yeah, you're not golfing yeah. at the event. Yeah, you don't have to. Do you play football? You've been to football games. I play football. I go throw. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you and Uncle Rico in the backyard. Yeah, you think I can hit that mountain? Um, which mountain is that? Oh, is that? Oh, that's an Uncle Rico line. Yes, I see you were adding yeah. on. Yeah. Good job, I mean. Let's get to basketball. I got some bets. I don't have a ton of bets. There's not a ton of bets earlier on in the day anymore, just because so many, so many different. Yeah, everyone's going nuts about Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers. It's of course uh, it's the Lakers. Yeah, everyone's commenting on reuniting Russ and KD, and then reuniting Kyrie and Braun. Uh, that would be yeah. beautiful. Would it though? Absolutely. Oh, I would love. Would it matter? Like, would it actually matter though? Like when it comes down to it. Yes. If Kyrie, Kyrie went to the Lakers, they would immediately be one of the best teams in the league. Okay, but you're assuming Davis is still there. Yes. Um, if they can make that work, then I think that they try that. Yes, but. I don't know how you get him without giving anybody up, but okay, good luck. I guess Russ would obviously be the guy, but that's not really giving any. That's you know, or even a three-three deal where you get ship off Russ for some three and D guys and a decent big, and you get Kyrie and some other guys because I mean that's a huge salary dump. Like, yeah, it, it just it. It'll be interesting if it does happen, but I doubt it's going to happen. What about Denver? Are they going to get involved? Like Bones, it seems like he, he was DMPCD last night. He uh, he 
unfollowed the Denver Nuggets. Like he almost he seems very very likely to get traded. Freddie Van Vliet, oh, yeah, by the way, what's that? He's getting shipped out. It seems that way. Yeah, just I mean, he just doesn't really, unfortunately, like he's a good player theoretically going, you know, at some point, and he's fine now. But they are in win now mode, and uh, I don't know what the falling out there is. Maybe he doesn't like his role, but I think some team could use him theoretically. He could be a good player going forward. Curious to see yeah. how it goes down. Next Thursday is the trade deadline, so still got six days. And w- what are the Jazz gonna do? <laughs> because everybody just assume like they're just gonna move everybody. Like you know, it's but they are surprisingly playing pretty well, marketing uh, an all star, a well deserved all star. They're now at five hundred. They overachieved immensely at the start of the year, but yeah, really curious to see. And with the playing now, um, I guess teams think they have more of a chance, but like basically it's just you know delaying the inevitability of who's going to get knocked out. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. And of course, Twitter is having a good time with the Kyrie thing. And that just broke like a minute or two before he went on the air. But if you want to get to the picks, by all means, go for it. That's what the people want, right? Yeah. Someone commenting that I misspelled Chiefs, which I have done every single time for the, like, the last five years. It's that I before E except after C. Doesn't make sense. Huh. How do you spell them? Like chefs? C H I E F S. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm not paid to spell. Let's get to some bets. Uh, See, Occam's going nuts tonight. What's interesting about him is like he's kind of fallen back and Freddie's been taken over. But yeah, the matchup obviously against Houston is really, really good. You're talking about going nuts just on points, like rebounds. What are, you, what are you talking? Because I, I was just I'm going thinking. PRA. Okay. I'm going PRA over 37 and a half. I'm going points over 25 and a half. Yeah, I mean the Rockets are really, really vulnerable. Just as like a just an overview as far as the teams that are playing tonight, I just thought it was interesting that we have the uh, five worst. I'm sorry, six worst teams as far as defensive rating playing tonight, uh, from worst to you know six worst. San Antonio, Detroit, the aforementioned Rockets, third worst, Charlotte, Utah, and Portland. You know, the six worst teams defensively and the five worst teams as far as specifically giving up points in the paint. It is San Antonio, Detroit, Sacramento, Utah, and Atlanta. Maybe we could talk about that later on in the show. Uh, but just just a, kind of an interesting little note, some of the things I was digging into. But uh, you talk about Pascal. Uh, Rockets, of course, give the most three-pointers in the league by more than uh, – almost one more than everybody else um, – they're also the most uh, – they give up the most steals, and they give up the most blocks. I believe it's most blocks as well. They're the one or two. They give, They love giving up stocks. And they're without – I don't know if it's good or bad, but, like, no, no KPJ and no Green, who can both be reckless. But uh, now it's going to be, uh, what, Deshaun Nix? Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting game there for sure. Um, what else? Yeah, did you, did you uh, have a thing as far as Freddie Freddie Van Vliet because he's played about thirty eight minutes at at minimum in his last five games. Um, three pointers feels like a great 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 spot. I didn't love the number, Grant. I pulled it up on the fly. I was talking about uh, the three pointers pre show. It's a pretty big number. Vegas is aware of this. Over three and a half plus one ten looks like the best you can get at DK. Yep. Mm. I want a little more yeah. positive juice for it. Yeah, no, it's a little bit tough. I mean, look at Fred Van Vliet, game log, and, I mean, he, he's been chucking recently. But four for nine, two for eight, two for eight, 
five for 10, two for nine, four for eight, four for six, six for 12, five for 13. Like he's been shooting lights out recently. But the volume is the good. season. He, mm-hmm. Per 36, he averages 2.9. So he basically averages three uh, on the season. So, you know, that that is his average, but three and a half. But then the matchup, you got to factor in. So, yeah, the line, I think, is where it should be at. Like, uh, that's the main thing. Yeah. When people are like, oh, why would you ever bet that person's over? Well, it's, I'm betting the line. Like, yeah. If if Fred Van Vliet's line was at one and a half, I'd bet that every game. If it was at five and a half, I'd bet the under every game. Like, it's it's, it's how things work. So Correct. Yeah, I'm betting the line. You know who else is going to go nuts in that game? One of your favorite uh, players. Is it Operation Shingun? It is. I love Shingun. He's my favorite. Is it Shengun um, or Sengun? I can never remember. Shengun. All right. Well, Shengun. <laughs> Shengun. Yeah. I'll bring Shengun. He's going to hit his over on points, rebounds, assists, sitting at 33 and a half minus 119 over at Caesars. Um, he's been he's been good. Like, he's been real good. Obviously, like, distributing the ball a ton. Um, this line just seems a little bit too low. Averaging six assists since the beginning of last month. He's just like, he's been saying at 37 and a half. I know that possibility of, uh, or no possibility, but Jabari Smith playing is not really going to change anything. Like he's kind of the guy with no green, with no Porter there. He runs, he runs the offense. Yeah. Yeah. And he's playing any game that stays close, high thirties minutes on a nightly basis. Yep. It's foul trouble can be a thing on occasion, but assuming he dodges foul trouble, probably going to play 34, 35, 36, something like that. Jabari Smith, uh, he's questionable. The thing with him, if he doesn't go, uh, Tari Eason, I don't know if you watched the game yesterday. You probably I didn't. watched the two minute or the one minute, <laughs> uh, whatever it was. Big yeah, clip. But like he missed like 19 layups. I think it's also worth nothing. <laughs> like to get 19 offensive rebounds, whatever the number was. He just kept missing inside, uh, and I can't remember who he played against now. I was watching the game, but it was against a smaller opponent, I believe. Or, yeah, and Eason's a good sort of energy guy. He's got a little, like, Montrez Harrell in him. I, he's probably better than Montrez Harrell, certainly at this point in Harrell's uh, stage of his career. But uh, Eason would be really interesting if Jabari doesn't go. Um, yeah, the absence of Jalen Green and Porter – Shangun's basically the point point center. He's they call him like you've heard Baby Jokic before, and you know he's not as good as Jokic, obviously. But you sort of see yeah. you see glimmers, um, yeah. And by the way, you know how old he is? I'm always an age watch. You know how old Prince Shangun is? Is he twenty? I believe he's still just twenty. Yeah. I'm surprised you know how old he is after he he, he went downhill after after the age of 19. You go downhill according to Dino Chavelson. <laughs> he does not turn 21 until oh man, he day after my birthday. Uh, yeah, so not until July 25th will he be uh, able to legally purchase a beverage in the United States. Well, now I know your birthday. There you go. July yeah, 24th, actually, you go. born in That's 1902. <laughs> That's some good deductive reasoning. Congratulations. Um, yeah. yeah. Moving on to the next bet. Uh, this one's not really relevant anymore because it moved a full point. LaMelo Ball under 25 and a half points, minus 104 at Caesars. It's already at 24 and a half with heavy juice on the under. So you got some decent closing line value there already. 
Conley, under 23.5 points, rebounds, assists, minus 115 over at FanDuel. We'll see if that one's changed, but Conley just really not doing much anymore. Just collecting a paycheck, a big paycheck still. He's fine. Um, he's, he's doing, they, don't, they don't ask him to do a ton. He, he's doing okay, but, like, yeah, he's not. At one point in the league, maybe six years ago, seven years ago, he was the most paid player in the league. There was there was a moment where he was the highest. He, he signed the best contract or the biggest contract in the, in the game. I can't remember if it was, like, in full or like per year, I think it was like in full, but yeah, and they're also like 20 million a year, yeah, yeah. Um, and you pull it up, like, what did he sign six, seven years ago, whatever it was when he signed that big deal? Um, yeah, it was it was about seven years ago, 152 mil, five years, yeah. I didn't realize they they reverse backloaded it, I guess it's only 20 mil the last season. Uh, the contract ended so. Oh, okay. It's different. He's signed a new one for about twenty mil a year, which still got one year left. I don't. I don't know if he's still signed under the next year. But yeah, twenty three and a half, bit too, bit too high here. I'm rolling with Did the. Did you under. say you had the Lamelo unders today? Was is the number just too high? Because that defense for Detroit yeah. is obviously. Terrible. Oh, it's not good, but also potential chance of a blowout. Lamelo ball. It was sitting. It was just sitting at twenty five and a half. I'm like, that's yeah. that's too, that's far too high, especially with. Pretty close to even money. I mean, you look at his since the beginning of last month, he's averaging twenty-two point five. Like, and like I said, it's already moved to twenty-four and a half. So, yeah, twenty-four and a half with I think heavy, heavy juice on the under. Yeah, uh, no. Everywhere else, I think it's a little bit heavier. Yeah, minus. No, just moved a full point. I'd still take the under at twenty-four and a half to be honest. Do you move the needle? Is that what's going on here in live time? I don't think so, but you never oh. know. Um, on FanDuel, I'm moving the needle, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> they, they keep me around just to move lines, which <laughs> smart way to do it, FanDuel. No, I, I it's mean, like they, sure. they're, they're kind of known for that. Like some people, they will limit to oblivion, but some people, they'll still let get like 200 bucks down on a bet and just use them to move the line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown, what do you think his points line is at? What do I think his points line is at? Um, 21. That's a horrible line. It's <laughs> 25 and a half. <laughs> well, you were framing it in a way. <laughs> I, I guess I, I was trying to read into what you're suggesting. <laughs> 25 and a half. The guy's been super solid recently. Not a terrible match versus Phoenix. I'm not going to be surprised if Bridges guards Tatum. Brown should easily hit this over. He's hit the over in four out of the last five games. He's been in solid form. Not going to be a terribly high-scoring matchup, but, yeah, I took the over on Brown. What yeah, can Brown uh, do for Marcus you? Marcus still out. For, what's that? What can Brown do for you? Uh, I guess hopefully he get you uh, an over. That, that, that is the goal for you. Um, yeah, yeah I, have, and I have no issues there. I guess that makes sense that uh, Mikhail Jail, will, they'll, they'll throw him on a, on Tatum. That kind of makes sense to me, right? And I guess they'll put Cam Johnson or Craig on him, on Brown. Or Paul. I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess that's possible. I mean, yeah, Derek White's still out there, Brogdon. And, you know, there's a lot of positionless basketball, a lot of transition basketball as well. But at your overall point is I think you're just not afraid whatever Phoenix defender ends up on him. For the yeah. most part. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I like the over there. 
Hurdle. What do you think his line's at? Okay, so here's the thing. I actually have a take on this one, and I wanted to run it by you. There's a decent chance that Embiid does not play today, right? Um, and I think the, one of the first reactions, of course, is like James Harden's going to smash. He's going to get a ton of usage way and be prepared for that. But if Hurdle has to face uh, Embiid, I don't necessarily love him. And San Antonio is without many pieces today. They are super, super thin, the Spurs. There's no Trey Jones. The point guard's rolled out. Sohan, uh, the four, is rolled out. Langford is not going to play. Devin Vassal has been out for a while as well, too. I think they're down to like nine or ten bodies in San Antonio. Let's count them. Yeah, ten. They called up a dude named Blake Wesley, who's a point guard. Um, Pirtle usually directly backed up by Zach Collins. Point is, and I'm curious where you're at on this, because I think that Pirtle is an awesome bet if MB doesn't go and all of a sudden he gets uh, Montrez Harrell and like if Paul Reed gets dusted off. You know, P.J. Tucker, not necessarily ideal, but uh, yeah, I, I think he gets a significant upgrade. And, of course, more usage thrown his way, more responsibility in the absence of Jones, Vassell, and Sohan. So I think he's an interesting sneaky over, but I don't know how I feel about locking it in now without knowing about Embiid. So where, where are you at? I got my 115 at 10.5. Um, 10 and a half even points? if Embiid doesn't playing, they're probably – and, yeah, the lines are moved to, like, Minus one twenty, minus one thirty five, depending on where you're at. My like my it. main thing is that even if Embiid ends up playing, yes, it's a tough defensive matchup. Yes, there's a chance of foul trouble. He's still going to play a decent amount of minutes. Yeah, I mean they they want to match big versus big, and you know Embiid's going to eat you know Pirtle alive and he'll eat Collins alive, but I think Pirtle will give him a tough battle. So yeah, I I don't I don't mind that at all. I think I think that's a good bet, and if if you can kind of ladder that, if you want to bet on Embiid sitting, and this feels like, right, on the road against the Spurs, you know, you're not disappointing home fans, and the Spurs are just dreadful. You're a 10-point favorite as is. Now, this is the same team that lost to the Magic a couple of what, last week when they were, like, 10-point favorites or something like that. They can scuffle at times, but it certainly feels like if you need to give Embiid a day, this is a good spot to give him a day, and he's been dealing with this foot forever, right? Every single game, foot questionable foot questionable and yeah uh, now if you want to make the argument he's trying to get an mvp or something and he certainly is a guy that seems to be motivated by other factors sometimes the game against Jokic, where he just absolutely went nuts like he that was probably if you want to call statement game right um this is a game where he can really stat pad so um yeah it's it's a uh, one i'm heavily heavily monitoring i was just writing about this game 20 minutes before we jumped on here i think it's a super interesting uh you know, if then conversation. Yeah, I mean, Harden might be worth a shot right now. It's twenty-one and a half. Yes. What about triple double? Is that available? Um, let's check. FanDuel. Because if, if Embiid doesn't go, I, I mean, you Harden's got. He's just going to skyrocket. Yeah, let's look. They're probably what not. Out triple, there. What do you think a triple double line is at? Currently, yeah. Um, um, I mean, they probably they should give you some a little bit for risking it. I think it should be around like four or five to one. Five plus five fifty. Yeah, I mean that's a, if you if you think Embiid's gonna is not gonna play. If you want to bet on that, you can get I would five eighty three. Um, if you just do ten plus rebounds, ten plus assists. 
we'll check Caesars right now and see what they have. But I mean, that's potentially not a not a bad line. I think that's pretty good. Um, like see. it doesn't mean you're you're not dead if Embiid plays, but certainly your chances take a a hit, a pretty strong hit. But I don't see triple double on Caesars. They just have but double. You, said double. You, you made your own, right? You, you just built your own, and you got a better line. Yeah, if you just do 10 plus rebounds, 10 plus assists, it's plus 583. Yeah, that, that's that's pretty interesting. I don't I don't hate that. Max, they'd let you get anyone get. It's not just a horrible gambler. It's five hundred dollars. They'll probably let me get thirty. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't hate that. Now, uh, Fanduel. Well, we can check right here. How much do you think Fanduel will let me get down? Forty bucks. I might as well hit it. Whatever they let me get down, just to, just because. Why not? Um, Fifty bucks. Wow. That's way more than normal. They must hmm. think it's a terrible bet. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, next bet, Trey Young. I hit this so often, and I miss nearly every time. I'm going back to the well. Trey Young, over 28.5 points, minus 108 over at FanDuel. Um, Trey going up against a team that is terrible defensively in Utah. I I guess I just have to. Uh, you want my counter to this one? I already bet it, so sure. Utah is the definitive, like, come inside uh, funnel, basically. They they do a really good job. They're actually ranked fifth in allowing uh, – fifth best in allowing three-pointers made. Well, as far as giving up points in the paint, I believe they're one, two, or three. Uh, yeah. On the season. Like, doesn't mean Trey can't come to the, he can go to the paint, right? But, like, you know, three is greater than two. He will drive to the basket, obviously. Kessler he is a, it, he's not really making a ton of three pointers this season. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Trey Young fan, just like as is, too. So maybe I'm, I, I think he's like one of the more overrated players in the league as far as helping your team win. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, that's a hit on his defense, too. And Utah is currently fourth allowing points in the paint. Okay. Um, but opponents, let's see, opponents three-pointers made per game. Uh, let's see. Three-pointers attempted, they gave up the fourth least amount. And they gave the fourth least amount made as well, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so Trey Young on the season is averaging 2.1 three-pointers per game. Most of his points are coming in the paint and from the yeah. line. It's weird, and I haven't fully dug into this, but like walk, watching Walker Kessler, he's like a young, developing rookie, obviously. But I think he's a pretty good rim protector, like individually. But they he's, also go a ton of. I think he's better than Gobert this season. He's better than him in a lot. Yeah, and that's of course who was traded for Gobert, amongst other other assets too. Yeah, um, ironic. Yeah, um, yeah. What a, I mean, obviously, it's been said a billion times how regrettable that decision was for Minnesota. Like the they drank some warm milk, and pulled an anchor man, but uh, yeah, Kessler. Bad choice. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's weird that anyway at seven blocks the other day. I think he's one of the biggest, one of the better blockers in the league. But that doesn't always translate. Doesn't always mean, mean like you're a really good defender. But I think he is a good defender actually. 
I yeah. assume just better. According to most metrics, he is. Um, Scary Terry. I'm taking his over on three-pointers made, minus 122 over at FanDuel, um, sitting at two and a half. We have him project for 3.27 match versus Detroit. Terrible defensive team. Terry's been crushing it. I think he's hit six out of the last eight, and he's had a minimum of eight attempts from beyond the arc in the last eight games. I'm rolling with it. I have no issues picking on Detroit's defense. All right. Last bet I got. It's a bonus over 21 and a half points. Um, he's, he's coming off a great game. Granted, he was hyper efficient there. I think he went 15 for 20 from the field. Um, do you know who he used to play for? I believe he used to be an Indiana Pacer. Yes. Do you know who he's playing tonight? I believe he's playing the Indiana Pacers. So he's going for 30. Yeah, um, I saw Meansy calling the triple-double by the end of the third quarter. That wouldn't surprise me. I saw um, he had a game against the Pacers last year where the Kings beat him by, like, 25. So he didn't play that much, but he almost got a triple-double as well. Do you know who used to play for the Sacramento Kings that's also playing in this game? Mr. Halliburton. Yeah. Um, Buddy Hyde. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one's true, but but Buddy healed as well. Um, yeah, you had the all-revenge game for sure. Uh, Halliburton came last night from injury and he played a ton of minutes. Like there was no minute restriction, 35, right? 24 yeah, shots. We were talking about on the show yesterday. Like, I feel like he's going to be limited. No, he was not. It wasn't a cardio thing. I think it was a, a wrist. I think it was non-shooting hand or something. Maybe it was, I think it was a wrist or a shoulder. It was like an arm, a part of his arm, like as far as the, his injury. So cardio was not a problem. And like, for a second, I thought, like, maybe Halliburton doesn't play tonight. Back half of a back-to-back, just came back, played 35 minutes last night. Maybe that's why they pushed him a little bit last night, knowing he would sit today. But dude is not sitting versus the Kings. Like, that ain't happening. There's no chance, right? Yeah. They're letting him. Yeah, he, he's going to be. Points prop now. Assists as well. Um, I meant to check his potential assists last night. But, um, yeah, or just, yeah, points and assists. Um like he's, I think he's going to do some things here against Sacramento. Great, two thirty-five and a half is the total here. Good environment as far as these two teams, um, just as far as how they play, uh, pace-wise. You know, Sacramento's eighth, Indiana's fourth. It's really, really tight. They could be even closer. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty uh, pretty appealing game. Indiana and Sacramento also bottom ten as far as defense, around eight, nine, ten, not bottom five like we talked about before, but. Should be a fun game for some offense, and I like both Sabonis and Halliburton to, to both do their thing. Yeah. Yeah, man, I just – I'm loving my – I got a nice little future on the Lakers. That I tell what you is that? No. 50 to 1, I put a $500 free bet down. So 50 to win – 500 to win 24 Gs. They got to win the title? Yep. All right. I mean, you're feeling you're you're saying you're loving it because potentially Kyrie's coming to town. Yeah. Well, I have to. I, I've been assuming that they're going to that they're going to uh, ship off Westbrook, which is the main thing holding them back. Like whether it's yeah. to Indiana for Buddy Hyde, Miles Turner, some other person, whether it's to the Spurs. Um, for Pirtle and Josh Richardson, which Josh Richardson would fit perfectly in that lineup. Um, they're going to ship off Westbrook somewhere. 
And I just have, what's their odds? I wonder what their odds are at now. Let's see. Futures. Kind of want to put more money down on them. You can still get them at 50 to 1. Let's move to 40 to 1. 35 to 1 over on DK. Man. I mean, AD, Braun, and Kyrie is a really interesting, you know. Uh, I mean, the thing is always, again, they could so use like KCP, just like that kind of player so badly. It's the 3 and D guy. It's just going to, you know, not necessarily show up in the box score, but just help you win. Um, a, a DFS, a Dorian Finney-Smith, like they, that kind of player would be so useful. Um, mm-hmm. They just don't have it. And they traded for Achimura, who ain't that guy. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Not that guy. Not that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they're yeah. doing that. It's going to be an interesting week, to say the least. Um, Even a guy like Red Van Vliet would be good in that offense. Oh, by the way, just uh, just for a second, um, Fox is not playing tonight for Sacramento. I don't know if you mentioned that. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, it is for worth Sabonis. mentioning. And, yeah. Again, Boner's uh, going nuts. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, he actually, I think I was, I was looking at his rates, and it's not as dramatic as you'd think, but they do increase, right? Um, so, yeah. just If you were on the fence about Sabonis, if you weren't convinced about Sabonis, Saboner, revenge game, whatever you say, uh, he's a – an even stronger play with the absence of Fox. But go ahead, you were saying. That's that's pretty much it. We, we've hit the 30-minute mark. Got anything else before we get out of here? We're up against the clock. We got to go. I mean, we don't have to. We could sit here and talk for hours about Brandon Frazier. <laughs> I've got other things I need to do. I need to eat. I still haven't eaten yet today. Well, it's only, what, 11 o'clock? That one, though. It's, it's, it's uh, 1230. 1230. Yeah. Yeah. Some quick UCF math by me, thank I've you. I've been up for four hours. You don't think so, like to make a little bit of breakfast at any point? Yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I'm down to breakfast. It's been fun. Nino, thanks for joining me. We're out. Yeah, good afternoon. Holler, kids! Holler?